Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hey, hey, Waffle Gang. I do hope you are well. My name is Mark, and today we're checking out some more r slash my the butthole. <laughs> and if you love a Reddit story, why not consider hitting that subscribe, maybe that notification bell too, all really helps out the channel. And I just want to say a quick thank you to some people that's rejoined and joined the channel just recently from Steph Jones, Portable Homestead, Kay with a join, Bettina Kramer with a join, and Jickery Jokery with the rejoin. 10 months, you cheeky so-and-so. <laughs> thank you so much. And thank you to everyone for spending 20 to 30 minutes with me today and getting involved. And let's crack on with today's stories. Much love, guys. And our first story is coming from Amphibious Squid, titled, Am I the asshole for not adopting my niece and nephews? I, 27 female, grew up being pretty close to my cousin, also 27 female. Then in high school, she got really into the drug slash party thing and ended up dropping out in her senior year. She eventually had my nephew, Evan, now eight. I babysat a lot for her. I was attending college locally, so I was around to help out. Long story short, the stuff I saw ended up with me calling CPS. They determined it wasn't bad enough yet to remove Evan, but did give her some kind of parenting plan. Not sure what, as she cut off everyone in the family at this point. Fast forward to now. I moved away for grad school, then came back to my hometown. I haven't heard from my cousin since she cut us off, until recently, when she contacted me through an older email account. She said that CPS had removed Evan and his siblings Connor, 5 male, and Gracie, 3 female, three years ago. I wasn't even aware she had other kids. They've been with the same foster family all this time. Now CPS was taking away her rights for not working her plan and she had given my name to them as a relative who would adopt them. She begged me to take them, since I was the only family member who even had a possibility to. Parents have health issues, other cousins are too young slash in college, etc. I agreed to meet with the kids and their foster parents in a park. Turns out the foster parents also have my cousin's youngest child, Anna, one female, which my cousin never mentioned. I guess since was born later in the case, she's not on the same timeline and my cousin isn't losing her rights to Anna yet. All the kids love their foster family. The family had two older kids, I'd guess older teens, and I could see the bond between all of them. I decided not to try and take the kids, but the foster parents are allowing me to stay involved in their life as an aunt figure. Evan still remembers me vaguely and was happy to see me. On top of not wanting to take them from the only home most of the kids remember, I don't want to deal with my cousin. She's still using and is not someone I want in my life right now. When I told my cousin, she was furious. She said the kids deserve to grow up with their family and I'm doing a terrible thing by not adopting them. Am I the asshole? ETA, the foster family is definitely adopting and open to adopting Anna, which looks likely. Also, I just found out my cousin is pregnant again. The baby will be taken at birth because of the open case and the foster parents are willing to take him and her too and possibly adopt if necessary. 
Now, my only worry all the way through this was like, you know, the children would be passed on later on from the foster family. And I was worried about their future more than anything. But I'm glad OP cleared that up in the end that, you know, the foster family is definitely adopting. They're happy. They're staying together. I remember we've had a couple of stories, you know, where siblings have actually had to be separated in some cases. And the foster family is going to allow OP to keep in contact with family so they are staying in touch which i think is a wonderful thing and i think it's the best out of this situation if that doesn't seem harsh to say it sounds like these children have gone through a hell of a lot and what they need now is stability and love and it sounds like that's what they're getting it sounds like a wonderful family to be a part of and i'm very very happy for them so no absolutely not the arsehole you can never be the arsehole when you've got their best interests at heart but no policy says not the arsehole oh not the arsehole at all the kids sound like they're in a good place it sounds like they're happy and healthy and perhaps may even be adopted by them in the future bonus you can stay part of their lives screw your cousin you probably already know that she wants you to adopt the kids so she can manipulate things and get back in their lives and be a complete pain in your ass and yes i know several people who have their children adopted by family members so the family member is the parent on record but they take the kids anyway i don't blame you one bit for saying no Throwaway Castor says, not the asshole. The kids are together in a stable, positive family where they are loved and cared for. It's the home they know. Why would you break that up? I'm assuming that the foster parents could adopt them. If your cousin is so concerned the children need family, then she can clean herself up and parent her own children. And your little birdie says, not the asshole. You clearly have these children's best interest at heart and your cousin clearly does not. Staying with a family that loves them and lets you stay involved as an aunt figure sounds like the perfect solution here. And frankly, your cousin lost her right to claim she knows what's best for them when she refused to be a decent mother. You sound like a good person with a good heart. 1962 Michael says not the arsehole. Your cousin is a major arsehole. She needs to stop pumping out kids every two years while on drugs. She has no right to make you feel guilty for not wanting to suddenly have three to four kids to take care of on your own with her backseat parenting from the sidelines when she's not wasted. If the kids seem happy and the foster parents aren't sketchy, then I'd say leave them where they are and be as supportive as you can. Also, technically, these kids aren't your nieces and nephews. They are your second cousins. Edit one, yes, first cousins once removed. Enough people have corrected me. <laughs> Thanks. Our Lady of Snails says, honestly, not the arsehole. You're doing a great thing by A, being in their lives as a supportive link to their bio family, whilst also B, not giving their bio mum a window to be around them against court orders. And C, not disrupting their lives further. And one more from Slammin' Taco Man, who says, not the arsehole. She wrecked her life with drugs and screwed up enough for CPS to take her kids away. She doesn't get to guilt you into taking them out of a stable and loving home just because she gave birth to them. If the foster home is loving and safe, then it's the best place for them right now. Now, what do you guys make of this one? It can only be a not the arsehole in this situation to me, unless you have a different take on the story. Let me know your thoughts in the comments below, and we'll move on to another one. And our next story comes from Infinite Zero Hero, titled, Am I the Arsehole for Telling My 35 Female Friends, 32 Female Fiancé, 36 Male, <laughs> That Their New House Isn't His Because He Didn't Contribute to Purchasing It. I, 35 Female, have a friend, Ren, 32 Female, who purchased her first house recently, with her fiancé, Jack, 36 Male, fake names. 
Ren and Jack had us over this past weekend to see their new house at a housewarming slash Halloween party. There were several people there, some I knew and some I didn't because they were Jack's friends. I sat outside for a bit with Ren after having been there for an hour and getting a tour of their new house. I asked Ren how it felt to officially be a homeowner and she said it was probably their biggest accomplishment so far in their lives and that they were both so excited. She said she can't stop looking at a county auditor's website and looking at the house address to see their name on it. I never heard of this. We live in the States, so I'm not sure if this can be done in other countries. And I asked her to show me. She logged into the county auditor website on her phone and showed me the property records. I saw Ren's name, but not Jack's. I asked Ren why that was. Long story short, she said that her credit score alone qualified them for a better interest rate and since her parents gave her the 35k down payment, that she didn't want his name on it since she and her family had the most to lose should something negative happen with their relationship or one of them passes away. Her will was rewritten to leave the house to Jack as long as they are still married. Jack apparently agreed to this and they plan to use their house for equity 10 years down the road. At that time, his name will be on the new house. I know about the down payment months ago when they started looking, but she said the house is still Jack's in her eyes since they're getting married. A few hours later, some people have left and we sat outside around the fire pit chatting with Jack and a couple of their friends. I don't honestly remember what we were talking about, but Jack interrupted me and asked why I kept referring to the house as Ren's house and not their house. I didn't notice I was saying it, but I told him that maybe it was because the house is not his. He asked what I meant and I mentioned that the house on the auditor website only had Ren's name on it. Ren said who cares and that he contributes to the bills and upkeep and he lives there, so it's his house. I said with all due respect, it isn't legally. The other friends were quiet, but Jack laughed at me. I asked what's so funny, but he told me after sipping his beer was to get the heck off his property. I told him it's not his property and I wasn't going anywhere. Then Ren said, get off of our property. I said Jack should be mad at Ren for showing me in the first place and left. I asked my sister about what happened. She said his name being on it isn't relevant because when you marry you share everything you have with your partner and that I was out of line. But my dad said I wasn't technically wrong and Ren was wrong for showing me his name wasn't on the house. Am I the arsehole? Now, I guess technically you are correct about him not owning the house if it's not in his name, but why would you do this? Why would you go down this path? And I got a bit of a hot take on this one that may be wrong. And, you know, you found out all this information from Ren and you asked why it was. And you asked her to show you the, the logs on the order to the website, which you asked for. You got that information. Then only a few hours later, you claim, you know, you didn't notice you were saying it was just Ren's house. It sounded to me like you was trying to get a rise out of them. And during a housewarming slash Halloween party, you decided to say, yeah, it's not your house, is it? Why, what makes you think that would be the right thing to say in that scenario? It all just felt a bit petty and you felt, and felt to me like you were trying to get a rise out of these people. And I don't know why, these are meant to be your friends, surely. They're happy with their situation. It's not in Jack's name due to financial issues by the sounds of it, but it sounds like they're gonna use it as equity down the line to purchase an, a house that will be in Jack's name. But at the moment, whilst they're married, they are considering it their home together. Holy moly, you sound like the arsehole in this one to me, but who knows? Needleworker such 9895 says you're the arsehole, not your business to point out in such a way. They are both aware of the legal situation nevertheless if you live somewhere or is your home, isn't it? This sounds as if you wanted the couple to fight and you got your wish. They did fight. 
with you. Flashy promises you're the asshole. Next time, read the room. It was the housewarming, their party. They're engaged and even your friend told you how she viewed it as their home. You're a guest and you basically pissed on their chips when they were celebrating a big event, being first-time homeowners. Tomo Rivak says you're the asshole. With all due respect, their finances and their arrangements are their business, not yours. They're a couple living in a house, hence it's their house. If they were renting, would you say, I'm going to my friend's landlord's house to visit them? No, because for you, it is irrelevant whose name is on the title. Let's see if... Fubkin Lewis who says you're the arsehole. Why even bring it up at the housewarming? Great way to ruin a friendship by being petty. ETA, I love this post history reveal of OP in the reply section. And one more from Donkey in a man suit who says obviously you're the arsehole. Jack and, Ra Jack and Ren both consider the house theirs. So what does it have to do with you? And why do you care so much? You owe them both an apology for your weird and obnoxious behavior. Now, what do you guys make of our second story? Let us know your thoughts in the comments below and we'll move on to the next. You should celebrate yourself every day, but some days you should celebrate with jewelry. Whether you want to commemorate an unforgettable moment or just bring some added sparkle to your collection, Blue Nile can offer you expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com today and experience the ease and convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com. BlueNile.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Next one. And our next three comes from a throwaway account titled, Am I the asshole for telling my husband he overreacted over a piece of cake? Hi, so my husband, male 32, and I, female 24, are expecting our first baby together. I'm seven months in. My in-laws are lovely people. My mother-in-law had some not-so-major fight with her husband, and he's been staying with us for a few days. Her birthday was yesterday, and because of her emotional and mental state, my husband decided to throw a surprise party and invite his siblings. He got everything ready, and I was home alone when the cake arrived from the bakery. To give info, the cake was big and had my mother-in-law's favorite flavor, strawberry. I asked my husband for some snack. I was craving really badly, but he didn't get them. Oh no, I can see where this is going. To be honest, I got a bit tempted whenever I looked at the cake and decided to cut a small piece of it. I didn't think it was a big deal till my husband saw it and flipped out asking why I ruined the cake and cut a piece of it. I said I was sorry but was craving something sweet. He said that was supposed to be his mother's birthday cake and I embarrassed him by taking a piece of it instead of waiting till the party in just a few hours. I said he, sh <laughs> I said he should have been the one to handle it if he didn't think I was up to the task but he went off saying he couldn't believe how childish I was with zero impulse control to be blaming him instead of checking myself and not be unsupportive. This made me upset because there are a ton of other stuff he asked me to do and I did it. He kept arguing saying I just caused him the price of the cake and utter embarrassment when his mum sees that I ate from her cake. 
I looked at him and told him he overreacted over a piece of cake and asked if a piece of cake was more important than his son. And I was sure his mom will understand that I took a piece of cake in advance because I really couldn't help myself. But he said this wasn't about me and had to just admit that I messed up and ruined his work, then went upstairs. I refused to come to the room to celebrate after he told me to stay there and I explained to his mum what happened and she didn't say anything though I noticed she was bothered. He keeps telling me to apologize otherwise he won't speak to me nor acknowledge my presence in the house. Now I just picture this scenario <laughs> that was making me chuckle and it shouldn't make me chuckle because it's a bit of a because it is incredibly sad for husband in some ways you know but I pictured this scenario where you know, the typical birthday scene, mother sat at the table in a dark room, husband's coming out with a cake, happy birthday to you, and this cake comes out with a massive triangle cut out of it, happy birthday mum, there you go. Yes, I know, my mind goes off places sometimes, but <laughs> absolutely you're going to be the arsehole in this situation, yet yeah, you ruined that cake, I'd be embarrassed to take that cake out to my mum as well. And to have to say, sorry, my wife just really couldn't help herself and had to take a slice of your birthday cake. I mean, come on. Being pregnant doesn't turn you into some crazed animal that has to eat, eat everything in front of you. Sure, I've heard of some strange cravings, which I'd love to know down in the comments below. Usually always pickles, though, for some reason. Or is that just a TV thing? No, I'm going off again. <laughs> but the story also got worse when you said he overreacted and, and if he thinks the cake was more important than his son. Manipulation. Yes, you're definitely the asshole in this situation. But Need to Know Basis says, and quotes, asked if a piece of cake was more important than his son, then goes on to say, stop trying to manipulate him. Your unborn son did not want the cake. You did. You know good and well, if someone cut a piece of your birthday cake before you, even got a chance to see it, you would have a bitch fit. You're the arsehole. I'm shocked my comment got so many votes and awards. This is the first and I appreciate each and every one of you. A little bit of lovely positivity there. Expensive Fee says, honey, you tripping if you think you are not the arsehole here. Apologize and be done with this. Your husband is absolutely right. You lack impulse control and you not only embarrassed him, you embarrassed yourself. You're the arsehole. Bonnie Bluer says, I gotta say you're the arsehole. You don't eat someone's cake before they get a chance to especially a birthday cake. It's a jerk move. Mespino says, you're the asshole. I understand cravings, but you're an adult and not a three-year-old unable to control yourself. And if you're craving something sweet so bad, just call Uber Eats or whatever is available to get something for yourself instead of ruining the cake meant for someone else. And Pixie's Gem says, you're the asshole. Don't be so manipulative. To act like they don't care about your son because they're angry about a cake is a real dick move as well. You're the asshole for that too. I'd have loved to see the mum's face when she approached her mum and said, sorry about eating a slice of your cake and then just to see her looking down at this cake with a with big triangle missing out of it like, what the hell? <laughs> oh dear, what do you guys make of this one? Maybe you don't think Opie is the arsehole in this. <laughs> Let me know your thoughts in the comments below and we'll move on to the next one. I love cake. And our next story comes from after that lion dude who says, am I the asshole for reverse trick-or-treating with my wife? Good evening. This happened a few nights ago, but I just heard it was causing drama today. My wife and I moved into our neighborhood a few weeks ago and we live somewhat rural. We're in a small town under 5,000 people, but have about four dozen homes within a 20-minute walk. We know there aren't any kids in the neighborhood and we're told to expect no trick-or-treaters. So my wife and I dressed up in costumes we had easy access to. 
nothing controversial or inappropriate and stocked up on candy. We made little baggies for each house in our neighborhood with about a dozen fun-sized pieces of candy in each. On Halloween night, we went from house to house and about half the people opened for us. We'd give them candy, introduce ourselves and move on. We started around 6.30 p.m. and finished around 8.30 p.m. We started far out and moved back in towards home, towards a few people we had casually met. Today, while getting the mail, my wife overheard a group of people talking about the new weird neighbors who decided to take up a chunk of everyone's evening on a Saturday night. That mixed with two of the houses on our route telling us that people don't do that kind of thing in our neighborhood and one telling us we're going to burn in hell for celebrating a satanic holiday. Has me thinking that A, we have at least one loony neighbor, but B, maybe we have crossed the line in going out in the evening. I'm dismissing the satanic panic right away, but with multiple people telling us we weren't welcome and the stuff my wife overheard, I'm wondering if we were out of line. Are we the arseholes? Thank you. Now, to me, you're definitely not the arsehole. I think that's a lovely thing to you go and introduce. You're introducing yourself as well. You weren't just knocking on your doors, masked up, scaring the shit out of people. You were like introducing yourself. And I thought I kind of felt like it was a bit of a bonding process with your neighbors. And I think that's a nice thing. And obviously, as long as you weren't going out to scare the absolute shit out of people, I think it's fine. Because I'm just basing it in my area as well. We've got quite a lot of elderly people who live alone in the area. And it might be quite a frightening experience for them to open up the door to two masked people who's looking really scary. Just throwing that one out there. Definitely not the arsehole though. But stories like this, they always remind me, I don't know if you've seen it in other countries, but there's a film with Simon Pegg in it called Hot Fuzz. And they he moves into a, like a little rural village and there's like a cult thing going on, the greater good. <laughs> and I know it's not the case, but it always gives me those vibes when I read these kind of stories. But you're not the asshole to me in this situation. But Hooked On says, not the asshole. Guessing that the snobbish church ladies got together to gossip. The normal people in your neighborhood are probably fine. Okay response says, not the asshole. And strongly consider a move ASAP. Sounds dreadful. To which OP replies saying, we may have to. Thank you. Mount says, not the arsehole. I'm sure some people appreciated you introducing yourself. Some people will always be overly sensitive and unpredictable. Lola says, not the arsehole. I don't live in your neighborhood, but that sounds adorable. Judgmental Panda says, not the arsehole, but a word of advice. Small rural communities aren't always that friendly, especially to people they consider different. I hope this blows over, but you might have just become weirdos for a while. I once moved to a small town for a bit, was excited since people like to hype how close everyone is, but literally the only compliment you will get is, bless your heart, which PS is not a compliment. Turns out people are rude everywhere, although at least when I lived in LA, they had, they had the decency to flip you off for a second and then move on with their day. Sorry for the rant, just not a fan of rural towns. Back on topic, what you did sounds very nice and far more than what I've done when I greet new neighbors. If a few minutes to meet the new neighbors is inconvenience them, then just ignore them from now on. Now, what do you guys make of this story? Do you have your own small little rural community stories? Do you live in one? Would love to know your experiences down in the comments below. And we'll move on to another story. And our next story comes from Fat Ninja Throwaway titled, Am I the Arsehole for refusing to have Halloween with my family for years after they screwed me over on this holiday years ago? As the title says, this happened on Halloween. I'm 25 male and five years ago, my parents wanted to go to my sister's house for Halloween. 
at the time I was still living with them and I wanted to go to a party a friend was hosting. But my parents were adamant that I go with them instead because they wanted us all to be together. I still wanted to go to my friend's party and my parents suggested a compromise in which I go to my sister's party first, then my friend's. I figured it couldn't hurt to do both so I agreed since I like helping my nephews with trick or treating. And that year I was wearing an inflatable ninja costume I was really eager to have fun in. Well, I was ready and waiting in the costume for hours. And by the time we finally took the kids out, most houses stopped giving candy and there was hardly anybody walking around. And we only went around the block and that's it. Then I wanted to go to my friend's house. My parents guilted me into staying because they needed me as a designated driver. I would have driven them home first and then gone to my friend's party, but my parents just kept drinking and refused to leave. So I lost out on going to the other party and cussed my parents out for making me miss it and not even being able to enjoy my Halloween. They just said that it was too late and what could they do about it? They didn't even attempt to make it up to me. I refused to speak with them later, so they confronted me and I said I didn't even want to look at them because they broke their promise. Then I said that unless they could somehow pull a new Halloween party with all my friends out their asses, then they had completely screwed me over. Then I left before they could say anything else to me. My friends were nearly as upset as I was, but my sister told me off and said I was callous because she had wanted me there. Ever since that year, I only spent Halloween with friends. This year, my parents begged me to go with them to my sister's instead. I asked why and they wanted me to drive them. So I refused and said they just wanted a designated driver and they already screwed me over before and didn't even attempt to make it better back then. And I didn't want to just sit around watching them get drunk with the only real highlight being helping the kids trick or treat. I hung out with my friends and we had a blast with a farmyard party. But my sister called me up on Monday furious at me because our parents were pulled over on their way home and got a DUI. And that this would never happen if I had driven them. And now most of the family is pissed at me. So, am I the arsehole for refusing to drive my parents to my sister's house for Halloween because of something they did five years ago? Absolutely not the arsehole. And to be blaming you for getting the DUI, screw these people. It seems like you're the only responsible adult in this whole story. And, and have these people not heard of taxis before? They chose to go to the party. They chose to drink. They chose to get in the car and drive it. It's on them, not you. 100% not the arsehole just from that. They could have done a lot more damage. But Deco9676 says not the arsehole. What kind of parents blames their child for the parent's DUI? If your family wants a designated driver, give them a number of for taxis. Concrete State says not the arsehole. Anyone getting the DUI instead of using Uber deserves to be hung by their earlobes. Ow. Ouchie, ouchie. The Seatbot says, not the arsehole. Why are you the only adult here? Jeepers Creeper says, not the arsehole. Out of everyone involved, you were the only one not responsible for your parents' DUI. One of them should have abstained from drinking. If they didn't, they should have stayed the night at your sister's or called an Uber. If they were dead set on driving anyway, then your sister should have taken their keys. Why on earth are adults getting this drunk in the presence of children on a children's holiday anyway? Thank goodness they got the DUI. It may have saved their lives. And others' lives as well. Serena says, not the arsehole. Is Uber a thing in your country? And someone said this happened in the US. Didn't realize Uber wasn't there, but I'm sure there's some sort of service that's similar to it. But what do you guys make of this story? What is your thoughts on all of today's stories if you choose to share them? 
a huge thank you from the bottom of my heart for being involved in the channel, getting involved in the stories. And if you'd like to support the channel further, you absolutely can, but never any pressure to do so by clicking that Linktree link in the description and joining up on Patreon or clicking the join button down below to join up on YouTube. Thank you so much for your love. Your support and your time is absolutely amazing. Thank you so much. And I will see you, your cheeky so-and-so, <laughs> in the next one. Bye-bye. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.